This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Get ready for an all-American feast. 16 elite chefs from four corners of the country. North. Good food comes from more than just big cities. South. There's pride on the line. East. I'm an East Coast girl. I got this. West. I'm not afraid of anyone. And to feel all the feels. Wine! I'm still into Jesse. Everything about him, his eyes and his smile and his unreasonably loud voice. So you need to tell him how you feel soon before he gets in too deep with this Parker girl. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Tuesday, July 11th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Essex College will never be the same. Renee Rapp, who plays Layton on Max's The Sex Lives of College Girls, will no longer be a series regular in the upcoming third season. The slightly good news? She will appear in a handful of episodes as a recurring guest star. Although shocking, Rapp's exit follows the success of her debut EP and the announcement that she's releasing an album in August. She's also starring as Regina George in the Mean Girls, the musical film. Anyone who's seen La La Land knows that Ryan Gosling can dance, but for his latest role as Ken in Barbie, he's dancing and singing. And the actor tells EW in our latest Around the Table video series that he evoked his child actor roots to fully embody Ken and master those musical sequences, nodding to his Mouseketeer past as a 12-year-old. Have a listen. At a certain point, I thought I had like left that kid behind, and I realized that I needed his help to make this movie. So I had to go back and make peace <laughs> with him and uh, ask for his help. You know, it was very, it was good. It was good for me. Thank you. Well, you can check out that full around the table interview with Gosling, Margot Robbie, America Ferreira, Kate McKinnon, Issa Rae, Michael Sarah, and director Greta Gerwig at EW.com. Barbie is in theaters July 21st. Madonna has shared a small ray of light at the end of a serious medical scare. On Monday, the pop icon revealed a timeline for rescheduling her postponed celebration tour after a multi-day hospital stay. The tour will move forward with previously scheduled European dates beginning October 14th in London and ending on December 6th with another round of shows in the city, while all dates in North America originally set for July through October will be rescheduled. Ozzy Osbourne has canceled his upcoming appearance at Power Trip, a California rock festival set for October featuring Metallica, Guns N' Roses, ACDC, Tool, and Iron Maiden. The 74-year-old singer announced that he was pulling out of the festival on Monday, citing health reasons. And Andrea Evans, the veteran daytime TV star best known for playing troubled teenager Tina Lord on the ABC soap opera One Life to Live, died Sunday at 66. Casting director Don Carroll confirmed the news to EW and said the cause was cancer. Evans had previously revealed to the world that she had undergone treatment for breast cancer. Evans got her start in show business as an extra in Brian De Palma's 1978 thriller The Fury. That same year, she was also an extra in the NBC miniseries The Awakening 
But she soon landed the role of Tina Lord on One Life to Live and quickly rose to fame. Evans stayed with the series until 1981 and went on to play Patty Williams on The Young and the Restless. Evans returned to One Life to Live in 1985. The series reached new heights and she was nominated for a Daytime Emmy Award for Outstanding Ingenue. But she abruptly left the series again in 1987 after an encounter with a stalker in the lobby of the show's Manhattan studio. After a hiatus, Evans returned to acting with two feature films, 1994's A Lowdown Dirty Shame and 1995's Ice Cream Man. She also appeared on more soap operas, including The Bold and the Beautiful, Passions, and The Bay. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. What's more American, you ask, than a good old competition? Well, we're going to find out on the special tournament Chopped All-American Showdown, where 16 of the best chefs from across the country will go face-to-face and use their culinary talents to see who best represents the region they're from. There are chefs from the North, South, East, and West. So, to borrow a phrase from another cooking competition, whose cuisine will reign supreme? Here's a preview. 16 elite chefs from four corners of the country. North. Good food comes from more than just big cities. South. There's pride on the line. East. I'm an East Coast girl. I got this. West. I'm not afraid of anyone. This is the most skilled group of chefs that Chopped has ever seen. Rising star chef of the year. Three James Beard nominations. Winner of Top Chef season five. Anything that's short of perfection is just not good enough for me. This time, I'm gonna take it all the way. With $50,000 in American pride at stake, this is the Chopped All-American Showdown. This person better be gritty. Northerners are tough. We get to everything. Our southern roots are kicking in like a crazy person. United in their hunger for victory. Well, I'm about to spread my wings and fly. We're not gonna give away 50 grand. You gotta earn it. You definitely have to crush it or be crushed. This is not pretty. What are you making? I don't know what to do. Oh my god. My hands are shaking. They should have walked into this kitchen ready to go. Oh no. Let's do it. Let's do it. Somebody's going home. Make sure it's not you. Well, watch the sizzling showdown of American cooking and see if a chef from your neck of the woods ends up on top. Chopped All-American Showdown premieres tonight at 8 on Food Network. And on the first episode, it's Chefs from the West. Number two. Our next pick begs the question, what if it all was just a myth? The new Peacock documentary, Myth of the Zodiac Killer, takes a deep dive into the case that detectives have been unable to solve for over 50 years, the Zodiac crimes. Now, the killer, or killers, plural, is still at large, and now with new AI technology, new theories are being tested, like one that suggests the Zodiac Killer never existed in the first place. Here's a preview. just always think about what she'd be like if she had a chance to grow up. I miss her so much. The Zodiac. The classic unsolved American crime. This is the Zodiac speaking. 
is America's most famous cold case. Thomas Horan interview, take one. Nobody has come close to cracking this for over 50 years. I believe all the murders were committed by one person. That doesn't make any sense. The ballistics don't match. The fingerprints don't match. The witness descriptions and survivor descriptions of the killer don't match. This is the first time 32 letters have ever been analyzed with artificial intelligence. I've never talked about it. I just assumed he might come for me. I've been arrested as the Zodiac. Did you kill Darlene? What if there is no Zodiac killer? Well, in this, we are going to hear from victims, family members, as well as men who've been accused and arrested, suspected of being the Zodiac Killer. All this, plus more secrets, will be revealed when The Myth of the Zodiac Killer streams today on Peacock. It's trivia time. The 2007 movie Zodiac follows the story of a group of investigators and reporters who become obsessed with finding the Zodiac Killer. The cast is stacked. It includes Mark Ruffalo, Anthony Edwards, Jake Gyllenhaal, and Robert Downey Jr., just to name a few. But today, we are testing your knowledge of directors. So, who directed Zodiac? David Lynch, David Fincher, or Christopher Nolan? Stick around for that answer, as well as our number one pick, What to Watch. We'll be right back. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. We're moving out and moving on for the two-part season finale of today's number one pick, How I Met Your Father. In the first of two new episodes streaming today on Hulu, Jesse and his new girlfriend, Parker, are moving in together. So he invites the gang to his place for a moving out party. But upon arrival, they realize he's tricked them into instead attending a help you pack trap. Then Hillary Duff's Sophie is wrestling with her lingering feelings for Jesse. And now with his new relationship budding, she's trying to be as supportive as possible. Here's a sneak peek at the episode. So I was thinking maybe we could have a little hang at our place later to celebrate my last night. What do you mean last night? You moving out tomorrow? Yeah, we're excited. Why wait? I guess. I mean, Parker's great, <laughs> but can't she open a beer bottle with another beer bottle? <laughs> Excuse me, I need new pants. Well, I'll be there. May this season of your lives bring you peace and joy. Uh, cool. Can we talk for a second, weirdo? You're still into Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not. Yes, you are. You're talking like a Hallmark card, and you only do that when you're emotionally devastated. One sham rock shake, please. Sorry, our machine's broken. Wishing you the luck of the Irish on this blessed St. Patrick's Day. Fine. I'm still into Jesse. Everything about him, his eyes and his smile and his unreasonably loud voice. So you need to tell him how you feel soon before he gets in too deep with this Parker girl. He is already in too deep. They're moving in together. Soon they're going to be peeing in front of each other and showering in front of each other and peeing in the shower in front of each other. Is that what you think relationships are? Look, he's happy and I need to be supportive. In fact, I'm going to be the most goddamn supportive person you've ever seen in your life. I'm going to be like the human version of a jock strap, just, just, just keeping Jesse supported. Ew. So, what will happen between Sophie and Jesse? Oh, find out on the season finale of How I Met Your Father. The final two new episodes are streaming now on Hulu. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Who directed Zodiac? David Lynch, David Fincher, or Christopher Nolan? That would be the one and only David Fincher. The movie is said to have had a script that was 200 pages long. To include as much dialogue as possible in the movie, Fincher encouraged his actors to speak faster than they normally would. And after the movie was released, the Zodiac Killer case was reopened. That is it for our show today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening, and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, produced by Ashley Boucher, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson. What to Watch.